of Wilde and Tausch begins now, and it continues with our conversation about this statistic that Tausch has been uh, had teased and then delivered, and then I poo-pooed because I don't believe in the causation part of it. Now, Tausch, reset for us, because you know how to run a show. You don't even need me. Reset for us the statistics so everyone who's tuning in late knows this mind-blowing, unbelievable statistic that explains why the Packers have been so successful at the quarterback position. Yeah, so again, we obviously had a really fun season with the Green Bay Packers. The first year that we all were kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen in quite some time at that spot. And then Jordan Love goes and finishes the season incredible. He's, I think, no doubt a top 10 quarterback in this league already and only big room to grow. And people are wondering, well, what is it about the Green Bay Packers that they get this right more than they don't? And then this stat came across my desk from Greg and from Zach, and it is the who last are Greg time and Zach? Each... Who, what, who, who are <laughs> they? Guys. Yeah, God, no, they they sent buddies. it to you specifically? No, I ran into We were talking. I, I'm not you ran into, into them. Can we, can we get one interesting thing to characterize point. Greg and Zach? Like, just one thing about them. They're they yoked. Up. They're all yoked. Oh, okay, they're okay. in great shape. Okay. Is that good? The last time like your each team start, maybe started a rookie quarterback in a game. And in 2023, there were two, four, six, eight, ten squads. Ten started a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. In 2022, there's two, four, six, seven. So in the last two years, 17 of 32 teams started a rookie quarterback. Jason, in the last two seasons, half the league... Has had to start a rookie quarterback. And the stat, which is mind-blowing, in my opinion, not so much in Jason's, was the last time the Green Bay Packers started a rookie quarterback was 1987. Wildy was, well, how old were you then? 14? 15. 15 years old, just just a young you buck were 10. with uh, big ideas and Lord knows what else he was doing. And within that, the next gap is a quarter century, 25 years in 2012, Russ Wilson. That stat blew my mind. That stat is a not the only, but a monster indicator Uh, to uh, old T on why the Green Bay Packers have been as successful as they have. Interesting. Monster indicator, not the only stat now. That's what you, I've said the entire time. It is a it's the biggest roll back stat. The, tape. the biggest. The biggest reason teams why. You seven, said the biggest reason why. It is the biggest reason. Yes, I said that. Not the only, but the biggest. Seventeen teams in the last two years, half the NFL has started rookie quarterback, and the Green Bay Packers are bank basically knock knock knocking at a forty year window that they haven't had a starter rookie quarterback. And and just Boom. to be clear. It's the biggest reason, not the fact that they picked the right quarterbacks. It's the fact that they haven't had to start a rookie quarterback. Because my argument is, it's an interesting statistic, but the biggest reason they haven't had to start a rookie quarterback is because they've chosen the right ones, and two in a row are Hall of Famers, and a third one looks pretty damn good. Fair point, but those chosen ones, as you put them, 
chosen ones. Did those chosen ones no, start as rookies? No, they didn't play as rookies. Interesting. They didn't start as rookies. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh-huh. Let's go to the calls, Jesse. Oh, my God. I'm just... I don't know who's... <laughs> what? Sure if you don't know who the calls are, let me call for the call. I didn't see. I haven't. Have Greg and Zach so. do it. <laughs> do you th- who, are these just? Is it just a Twitter account that says like Greg and Zach? No, it's it's with friends, is... aren't they? <laughs> yes, actually. Who's friends? Let's go, Max. My son. So you're getting stats from 13 year old no, hockey it's players not from. No. Who are yoke? Greg, <laughs> Who are yoke? They're like your pipe, Jim. They're your pipe, Jim. Let's go. Let's go to the. F- I, I will go to the phones. <laughs> well, let's move. Let's go. You wonder why our clock management sucks? Let's go. Let's start with Nicole in Milwaukee. Nicole, good morning. Thanks for holding. Welcome to Wilde and Tausch. Are you on Team Tausch? I am on Team Tausch. Good morning, fellas. Green Bay native. Good morning, Nicole. Let's here. go. I'm on team. I'm on team Tausch. It is absolutely a significant statistic. It is uh, absolutely a, a significant statistic. The draft or trade and develop philosophy of the Green Bay Packers is absolutely a key to their success at the quarterback position for the last thirty plus years. Yeah, Nicole. However, Nicole. I wanna, Nicole. I want to in the Nicole. Pot. Nicole. Hey, is don't it the, interrupt, Nicole. Is it, the, is it the biggest reason for their success? You said it was significant. That's not the same as the biggest. It, it is a key statistic. However, I want to thicken the plot because Eric made an absolutely excellent point in that why has not it translated to Super Bowl victories? And I would argue that they need to apply the same philosophy at the receiver position. And they have failed to do that. And I don't understand why. Because if they had, if they approached it the same way at the receiver position and surrounded these superb quarterbacks with excellent weapons that they drafted or traded and developed, we would have more than two Super Bowls over the last 35 years. Tausch, Nicole is on your team. Your thoughts on her position? So... The wideout, I think if you start a young wideout early, and this was one of your points. All, and First of all, thanks for the call, Nicole. You were great. Significant. <laughs> this is what Wildy likes doing. He wants to mince every word. Significant is the correct word. It is the – Thank I think you. From, an, it, from a stat point, it's the biggest indicator. All of the other stuff is moot, in my opinion. So the receiver spot is different in the fact that – you can get away with doing some things. Your confidence may, won't drop to the same degree that a quarterback will. But it always is better if you can grow a little bit, gain some confidence, and then get d- jumped into that role. If you're thrown out there right away, some guys just don't have the fortitude to fight through some of the adversity that you're inevitably going to face. But I don't think anybody's sitting here saying Jaden Reed went to play as a rookie. I'm on board with him playing as a rookie. He probably had one of the best rookie campaigns we've ever seen from a Packer young wideout. Uh, I think Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave would have been it would have been a big help if they didn't get thrown into the mix right away. But they did. They struggled early. They had the growing pains. Quarterback's a different animal. You have so many more things, and the Packers have 
latched on to that theory, and they have said, no, we're not going to throw guys out to the Wolves at that spot until we feel they're prepped and ready to go, whereas other positions, sometimes they're forced into it via injury. Sometimes they just are ready to roll. They have not. It's not a coincidence, Jason. 40 years, you haven't had one. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, when you have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you don't have to try other guys. That's what all these other teams that have started quarterbacks that were rookies have had to do because none of the guys sucked. They didn't have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers back-to-back. Let's get another call in. Brett Favre, Jason, Brett Favre wasn't Brett Favre until he became Brett Favre. Right, and, and they were ready to bench him in favor of Mark Brunel at one point. Yeah, that was a contract negotiation ploy. You know that. Come on. You've been around long enough. You know that was the game. I think that's true, actually. Uh, let's take another call. Let's go, to, let's go to Luke in DeForest, which I love DeForest. <laughs> Not sure I'll love Luke's take. Let's find out. Luke, good morning. How are you? Are you Team Tausch? Uh, to an extent. I, I agree it's not the only factor. I think the Super Bowl thing comes down to uh, defenses more than anything and underperforming defenses with top-tier offenses. I think we've had pretty good wide receivers. Not to poo-poo uh, Nicole's point. but Or Eric's. Um, I'm going to name a couple other names that didn't have to play as rookies that I think are pretty good uh, and kind of help make the point. Uh, Thomas Brady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, late, late drafted quarterback played behind uh, Drew Bledsoe, Kirk Cousins. Now, granted, that was a rookie battle. He got beat out by RG three, and then RG three got hurt. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo, undrafted. Mm-hmm. I think did he also play behind Bledsoe? I do believe so. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it was Drew. Yep. So, <clears throat> a hall of very good quarterback to learn under. Not saying Tom wasn't always going to make it, but I think that, you know, he didn't have right. the measurables. Patrick Mahomes, too. Don't forget him. Or he didn't play as a rookie. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. All right. There you go. So now, how many guys that were, let's just say, uh, early picks who were playing as starters, how many of those were there? Right? Like... C.J. Stroud was really good this year, right? So that's one. But Kenny Pickett started as a rookie a year ago, right, when uh, Mitch Trubisky wasn't good enough, and Kenny Pickett doesn't appear to be good enough, right? Uh, Mitch Trubisky's a great example of a guy that they tried to sit behind Mike Glennon, and then, as is often the case, when your team is bad and you invested the second overall pick in a quarterback, there is pressure to play him because the guy that you have in front of him is not a Hall of Famer. He's Mike Glennon. How did that work out for him? Right, but they didn't have – but their other option was keep playing Mike Glennon. Their option wasn't keep playing Aaron Rodgers. Like, if you have guys that suck, you try the rookie. And if you don't have guys that have- suck, you don't have to try the rookie. And then you continue to rinse, lather, repeat because you don't stick to your plan. Right, Zach Wilson. The Packers have stuck. What would Zach? The Packers Zach Wilson have. St- yeah. What does what his career him? look like if he gets three years of sitting behind a good quarterback? Is he as maybe crappy as he turned a, out to be? He's not going to be as bad as he is now. Right. No. 
I, I, I agree with the so premise behind it. So you're proving my point. I ag- you're proving no, my point. No, I agree with the premise behind it, but it's not the biggest reason why they've had it success the at the position. Reason. No, it's not. No, All it right. Is. We'll get to some of your text messages, and then we'll ask Rob Domofsky if he oh, Demo. is Team Tausch, because he's coming up later as well. More of your texts and calls next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Jesse, do you have some text messages to this point? I do. Hey, I'm trying to get us out of our uh, break screen here before I do that. Oh, we got a big game that you, you're uh, going to be calling. Easton or... uh, Middleton, Strofe and Semrau tonight. Yeah, oh, the A-team. Yeah. Uh, Chris in Milwaukee, this stat actually means the Packers have had healthy starting quarterbacks. How many rookie backup QBs have they had during that time? Just with Favre, Rodgers, Hasselbeck, Brunel, Brooks, Detmer. We're all rookies. Chris in Milwaukee weighing in with that. Mm. Tausch, what do you say to Chris? Yeah, you ha- people have rookies on their on their uh, rosters. That doesn't mean they play. The proof's in the pudding, guys. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, the Green Bay Packers have went almost 40 years without starting a rookie quarterback. Uh, half of the league has started a rookie quarterback in the last two calendar seasons. That is a very noteworthy statistic. Mm, it is noteworthy. Yes, I agree. Brett Favre, uh, no, it's and it's a monster indicator of why Green Bay hasn't had to have the same struggles that these other teams have with that most important position. Now, is there some luck involved? A little bit, but your star players. You took Aaron Rodgers first. In the first round, you didn't play him. You took Jordan Love in the first round. You didn't play him because your organizational philosophy is don't play rookie quarterbacks. They haven't. And they've had an inordinate amount of success at a position most teams have no success in. Jason keeps bringing up causation because he likes using these big words. Causation this. Not that big of a word. Well, you know what? Facts are facts, my friend. The facts are this stat is a big-time indicator of why things have worked out for the G&G, and that's an organizational philosophy that while you can question their timing, what you can't question is the success and the hit rate that they've had doing it Sinatra-esque. Their way. Their way works. Other teams, not so much. But you acknowledge... To Chris's point, that if Jordan Love misses one game, which a bunch of quarterbacks did in the NFL, starting quarterbacks this season, if he misses one game, the streak ends with Sean Clifford having to start. Like, that is a factor in that streak being alive to this day. Is durability and health. Brett Favre did not yeah. suffer an injury during the 05 season when you guys sucked. 
Because then Aaron Rodgers would have had a start. And the streak would have been over in 05. And it wouldn't have been as impressive. Jesse, give us one more text so we can get the Rob. We got Jim on the south side weighing in. I agree with Tausch. Oh, my God. Jimmy. Usually I think this is an interesting stat, but more... No, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh You got to put the... You gotta put the, ex- the the punctuation to the right spot. I agree with Tausch. Usually. Oh, wait now, a there minute. There wasn't two dots. No, no, no. There's that's a period after Tausch. There's a period yeah, after usually. Uh, after further but review, if you were right. trying to emphasize it, you double the triple dot. You don't just single period. It. No. I you agree with Tausch. Usually. Mm. Please continue. I think this is an interesting stat, but... More reflects the philosophy stated by Evan that the no, Packers slash Eric. that There's the no Packers way. don't draft a quarterback when they need one. So this stat is reflective of that policy, not causal. Huh. You don't say Jim on the south side. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll continue this discussion with Rob Domofsky. We'll ask him what he thinks. You can present it to him and see what his take is. I am saying that it is a meaningful, interesting stat, but the causation that you are applying to it is wrong. What is not wrong is that you are going to pour concrete with Johnson yes. & Sons paving with some giant rubber boots on and some, mm-hmm. perhaps, lucky Wilde & Tausch fans' driveway. Uh, yeah, I, there is no doubt I am going to be doing some good labor out with our great friends at Johnson & Sons. And you know what? You're probably starting to figure out, do I need a new driveway? Do I need to do some new things with my yard this year? If you do, you better start getting booked out now. Now is the time to set those preferred dates for booking Johnson & Sons paving. Whether it's asphalt or concrete, they set the standard. Maybe you need a little patching now, but you'll you'll want a full repave later. We'll talk with a project manager. Set yourself up with a five-year game plan with two civil engineers on staff and a team with two decades of experience they've seen it all booking work now gives you all the time needed to get the right paperwork in place johnson sons knows how to build whatever ideas you have and they'll do it the right way get started now at johnson and sons paving.com and jason i'm gonna tell you something johnson and sons has had great success just like the packers have with this when i go out and work they're not gonna give me the white hat and have me be a foreman they're not gonna put me out there they're gonna let me learn they're going to let me learn for a couple years before they start throwing me into the fire of drawing up plans and doing all this. They're going to let me just go do my thing, watch, learn, and then I'll be able to be successful. That That's what winning organizations yeah, that's great. do. You, that's great. They are. They're a fantastic winning organization. But you yourself have informed us that you're not a rookie when it comes to concrete. You have all this experience in your previous life. So nice try. Sorry, that's not going to work. You're more like Jordan Love. So you should be ready to hit the ground running with Johnson & Sons paving. Rob Domofsky joins us yet. Score one for Wildy. It's Wildy and Tausch. This is Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com.
You know what that music means? I'm, I'm my understanding, per ESPN bet, he is the odds-on favorite to ask the first question of Jeff Halfley and the most questions of Jeff Halfley. Uh, he is not. He's not on the board for the um, for the longest question, Jeff Halfley. It is our friend Rob Domofsky live from Lambeau Field on Wilde and Tausch. Rob, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good, Jason. I, I'm going to say I don't want to influence the betters out there, but that I will ask neither the first nor the most questions. Uh, I tend to agree. Uh, I know that there were uh, our old friend Aaron Nagler was uh, posting this question or in poll form, but again, the press conferences are not about who asks the question or how long it is. Nope. It's about the answers. And once upon a time when you and I started, nobody knew about any of these questions <laughs> because we weren't airing them live on social media. All right. So uh, I don't know. My cohort has uh, walked away, so I'm hoping he comes back at some point during our time with you because we have been in I one drove of our... him right out of the studio. <laughs> exactly. knew you were coming. Um he and I have had one of our most heated debates oh boy. Uh, in a very long time, and that is about this statistic that he, I, I don't know if he knows the, if they're dads of some hockey players. I don't know where he got this stat. Jesse, again, it's Zach and Greg. Yeah, his minion Zach and Yoked Greg. up guys, apparently. Yeah, we don't really understand who they are. But. Uh, or where they got the information from. But the last time the Green Bay Packers, Rob, started a rookie at quarterback for one game was 1987. The Magic Man out of Virginia, Don Mikowski, who was like a 10th round pick. They used to have 10 rounds back then. I think they also had a strike in 87, if I recall. And other than them, going all the way back... The, the second longest streak of not starting a quarterback who was a rookie goes to the Seattle Seahawks in 2012 when they started Russell Wilson, and you and I were there in Seattle for the fail Mary game and all that good stuff. And I, I don't want to misrepresent Tausch, and now that he's returned to his seat, he can tell you there's, how there's, sick... Well, Rob's overworking, huh? Look at Rob grinding away over there at the office, big, huh? Big day today, Tausch. Big day over Yeah, not here. that you'd know it from our show, but we're going to talk to Jeff Halfley. Um, Tausch, tell Rob why, how you characterize this statistic sure. so, so he Rob, has the accurate you get information. This, you get this all the time and talking to your Bear and Viking and all these other reporters and fans and everything, and everybody's just trying to figure out what is Green Bay, what is their secret sauce? How have they pulled this off? Again, and someone, you know, my guys, Greg and Zach, sent me this little note yesterday. I had not seen it, and it illustrates to me the Green Bay Packers organizational philosophy of not playing rookies. And it's one thing if it's four years. It is almost 40 years since the Green Bay Packers started Don Mikowski in 1987. The next closest team is the Seattle Seahawks in 2012. There's been 17 teams that have started a rookie quarterback in the last two seasons, and I have told Jason that is the biggest indicator of why this organization has had success. It's their philosophy. Am I crazy to think that that is not the key reason? Obviously, they got good players, but if they were thrown into the mix right away, would they still be that? I don't know, 
The Packers have done it this way and have had an inordinate amount of success. What say you? The three quarterbacks that they've had since 1992 is maybe the only reason that they've been in this position. Like, that, that everybody else has not had that. So, yes. Now, they were, they were in this position where they didn't have to start a rookie quarterback because they had good quarterbacks, right? Now, not everybody – can do that, and you're searching for it. So, uh, but if you're asking me what the single biggest reason the Packers have been successful for the last 32 years, it's Favre, Rogers, and now Jordan Love. And the fact that they're good, not the fact that they didn't start as rookies. The rookie, well, the not having know. to start as rookies, helps, no doubt right. about it. We, right, it, Rob, it, it helps, admit- but we don't. Know. We don't know, though, what they would have been like had they started as rookies. Like, that sure. we don't know. We, we, we don't know what Jordan that. Love would have been. We know it, how bad it Jordan would not Love have been, been great for, I don't think, any of them. But then again, it wasn't great for yeah. Peyton Manning either. That's the outlier. If you really wanted no. to argue with me, you'd say Peyton Manning. That would be a thing. But, Rob, stats and analytics have become more and more important. And the fact that there's this big of a gap and there's this yeah. much – that stat is mind-blowing to me. Jason poo-pooed it as, uh, do you not think that that stat is a monster indicator to why Favre has been good, Rodgers was good, and Jordan Love is good because they didn't have to play as rookies? Well, I, I think there's probably something to that. Uh, and look, Brett wasn't, you know, Brett wasn't like the MVP in 92. Heck, it was how many games into 93 where they had the big, big meeting where they were going to bench him, right? Like, so, um, you know, I, I just think they've they, two things can be true at the same time while not having one to do with the other. One, they could have really good quarterbacks, and two, they could be really good because they didn't have to play right away. And maybe it's one or the other, but it could be some combination of both. So, uh, since we're. Rob's team will be. Rob, you're, you're yeah. on Team Wildey here, and that's okay. Good, good to have you, buddy. Does that mean you're right? I really don't see the debate. I agree with you that the biggest reason that they're good is because they've gotten the quarterback right, and that they and that they didn't they were in a position after Favre where they didn't have to play him right away. So here's here's another stat for you though, and I'm not going to uh, advertise it as blowing your mind, but in the 2022 season and the 2023 season. 66 different quarterbacks in 2022, 66 different quarterbacks in 2023 started at least one game in the National Football League. Now, some of those teams, they had three different quarterbacks or four or however many it was. The Packers had four, right? Yeah, the, the pa- Packers zero, yeah. right? They only had one guy. They didn't have any other backups. After they didn't have to play Sean Clifford, so they had one out of those 66. That's part of it, too, is that they have not had guys that have A, sucked, or B, gotten hurt, that you had to play right. Sean yep. Clifford, who would have broken the streak. And right. what that what that stat tells me is that there's a lot of teams with guys that either they don't know if they're the guy or not, so they want to try someone else. They don't have a guy durable enough, so they have to try someone else. Like, again, if you had gotten a veteran backup, which they didn't, and Jordan Love misses right. a game, and you start Gardner Minshew, right. the streak stays intact. Yeah. But there well, have yes, been yes. without, yeah, without looking at the roster of that year uh, in seventeen, uh, Joe Callahan never started a game, right? But wasn't he a rookie? Uh, and you know he he would have been next up after uh, who was it? Hunley. 
Hundley, right? Yes. In seventeen. Yep. And what year was Hundley draft? What what year was Hundley drafted? Uh, Are we sure he wasn't? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check the old. Press he was drafted guide, in fifteen. He was drafted in fifteen. Okay. So he was in his okay. third season uh, in seventeen. Yeah, and then in two thousand thirteen, what they had, they had Seneca Wallace. Uh, they signed Tolzine, right? I mean, they had. Um, Matt Flynn was at 13. Matt Flynn came back. He so came back. They, 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 back. Cho- they chose not to have rookie backups. So had they had rookie backups in those years, you know, that stat would have been uh, a wash. So, and, again, so, I'm not trying to downplay the stat because it is a remarkable, kind of unbelievable kind of run. <laughs> Monster, <laughs> you guys some might both, say. Uh, hey, you guys, you is, guys don't <laughs> – it's, it's always when, when we don't agree with Tausch, it's always you media guys, right? Uh, media. He's a football guy. We're media guys. And the and the example that I used with them earlier, and then we'll get to your preparation for Jeff Halfley, uh, who speaks at 3 o'clock today. So I'm not sure why Rob's schedule has him at Lambeau already uh, at 10.50. But, for a variety of reasons. Um, the, the example I used was 2008, which one of my favorite Aaron Rodgers stories. Here's a guy who's following Favre. He knows he's got to be durable, right? He can't miss time. And so he dislocates his throwing shoulder in a game. And I, don't, I still don't know how they surreptitiously got him down to the Hudson Center <laughs> through the crowd yeah. to have him throw for Doc McKenzie and Mike McCarthy and Tom Clements to show that he could throw. Because he didn't throw a ball all week in practice. He practiced a little loading bit on dock. Friday. And Gotta all go loading was, dock. That's how you do it. Loading dock. He handed off in practice on Friday. He didn't make any throws. He wants to play on Sunday. They say, you got to show us you can throw the ball. And he played great against the Falcons. You guys, they lost because the defense over gave up the lead. Late. Yeah. Yeah, it was over 300 yards and four touchdowns, maybe. Right, and if and if right. right, you're right. And if Doc McKenzie says no way, Jose, you're not playing. It's your throwing shoulder. Matt Flynn, a rookie backup, start, starts. Run. Yep. And then you know what? I was trying to think of the years that there have been rookie backups, and this year, obviously, being one of them. 08 probably was the last time, right? And you and I are huge Sean Clifford fans. Like we both talk to him more than anybody else. You guys else like in the him a lot, room. I bet. We you do. Guys both like He's him really lot. smart and insightful. I always thought the best guys to go to in the locker room, especially after games, when you wanted to find out like what happened like the night before or what the game plan was or what, what a play call was, were were the Matt Hasselbacks, Doug Petersons, mm-hmm. Aaron Brooks. Uh, I mean, those guys were all really, really good. Uh, providing insight into what what was going on, and Sean Clifford's right up there. All right, Rob. Kurt Bent, Kurt. <laughs> Not a fan. Oh wow! It's the first time I've ever heard somebody say that. All right, Rob. What are you going to ask Halfley today? What are, what is what is intriguing to Rob Domofsky that Jason Wilde will probably look over your shoulder, write some notes down, and you guys will write an article about uh, coming up after now, the press conference. If I could pour some truth serum into this water bottle and get Jeff Halfley to drink it, the question, the answer that I would like to know is what he thinks went wrong with the Packers' defense or what he thinks has been or is wrong with the Packers' defense. Why Why haven't they been, in his opinion, why haven't they been what we all thought they would be and what does he plan to do to change it? Now, is he going to answer that question? I don't know. I mean, we don't, I don't. I don't know Jeff at all. I don't know how. I don't know if he's one of these guys that just 
throws caution to the wind and tells us what he really believes. My suspicion is that he doesn't because he's been a head coach and he knows how to play the the game of, of not saying a lot. But I, that that is chief among my questions is what, from his viewpoint, why wasn't this defense better? Uh, and and I, I would love to to hear his, his, his reasoning and what he thinks because you know – that by now it's uh, 23 days after he's been hired that he has had ample time to watch all the game film, all the defensive film uh, from the Packers last season, and, and you know he's seen all the cut-ups. So uh, that, that's right up there. Obviously there's the questions about, you know, how much of your of your do you plan to play this 4-3 base? Uh, what, what do you think you need to fill that? Uh, do you have, you know, it, is is – and we've talked about this before when they went to the 3-4 and 9 you had to have a nose tackle and you had to have an edge rusher and they got B.J. Raji and Clay Matthews in those drafts. Like, do you have, you know, is that third, you know, because I don't think they have a third stand-up off-the-ball linebacker, whatever you want to call it. I don't think they have one of those, chop, assuming that they chop time. move on from Devondre Campbell. Uh, how high of a price? Do you have to draft one of those in the first round or second round like you did in 09 when you added uh you know those two studs on defense to fit this new scheme what do you uh, what do you want to know too? how about you just tell me what you want me to ask <laughs> you have selected agent zero <laughs> uh, i i actually wrote an entire story this morning for the state journal based on a tauschism and I called it a question that none of the beat writers are going to ask and one that he wouldn't answer anyway, and that is, how do you feel about taking the, I called it the most thankless job at 1265 Lombardi Avenue. I believe Tausch, when he first advanced the theory, called it the worst job at 1265 Lombardi Avenue, and it's not cleaning the media area bathroom. It's being the defensive coordinator. Because with two decades, three decades of great quarterbacks, when things didn't work, it was always the defensive coordinator's fault. It is the most thankless job at that place. And Tausch is right about that. He's wrong about this stat. But he's right about that. And think yeah. about Tom Capers. He goes, he has a top five defense in scoring and in yardage, and they win the Super Bowl. And a year later, Fire Capers is born as a hashtag because their defense was so bad for a 15 and 1 team. Yep, 32nd in passing uh, defense that year. And, and you um, had a, I, you had a great stat Rob about how in terms of guys that left of their own volition and and yeah. I still I think Mike Petton is in kind of this gray area, but who, who the last guy was Jim another Hayes. guy who got over who got overlooked for the head coaching job but could have yeah. come back. And after that, yep. it's Fritz who left to go to Seattle. Like yep. it's a yeah, his job. The, the record of special teams coordinators is the same thing. The last guy who left here without getting fired was Nolan Cromwell in 1998, I believe. Right. Um, but with but, too. Uh, yep. I, I will say the um the job of cleaning the media bathroom isn't as bad as it used to be after I put up that sign that said no, no pooping in this bathroom. So it's not so bad. anymore. Uh, Sandy, the, the, the wonderful, uh, wonderful custodian staff member, the custodial staff, Sandy, uh, she's thanked me for that time. So what do you do if you have to go? There's one down the hall. So if you're going to stick up a yeah, you go by the Yeah. You go by the visitor's locker room where they have five stalls instead of the single, media bathroom which is just a one person uh, co-ed right. 
uh, gender Did you get neutral, much pushback whatever. from people on that? Because I would think, well, the sign off, got, you, you the said sign that, got I'm more down. likely to find it. <laughs> they took the sign, yeah, the got, sign torn got torn down, down yeah. more than once. Uh, I, I, re I put it up there. <laughs> he actually went to paint and pottery and made like a nice wood sign and he drew hand, drew freehand a toilet. It was really impressive. Uh Rob oh, nice. Rob, before you go, what's uh what's your think for LaFleur? Because LaFleur is talking today too, right, Jason? That's correct. Two forty five. What's your yes. big question for Matt? Yeah. Oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that one as specifically. I was so focused okay. on Halfley. Um, I, I guess with him, it's, you know, A, why did you hire Halfley? But I, I think with him, I'm more, to be honest with you, at this point, more interested, maybe because it's newer, in the strength and conditioning hire. Um, you know, hiring the guy from the 49ers, was that um, – was that – did that – was that because you thought the 49ers do it really well? Or was that because, you know, the this guy came highly recommended from your buddy Kyle – uh, you know what? What went into that? I mean, we haven't heard your buddy Kyle tried to steal your quarterback. Da, 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 keeps gutting you every year, and hey, I keep trying to steal your quarterback. Ugh. Right? We're going to make friends with you by giving you the assistant strength coach for uh, you know in exchange for trying to steal and, and tamper with your quarterback. Mm. Right? Fair trade. But we haven't we haven't heard the, you know any reasoning. Not that he'll give it, but we haven't heard any. I'm so jaded. I know all the questions I want to ask won't get answered, but we haven't heard why they fired Chris Gizzy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 right about that. Sometimes you just need a new voice. Can I say one, we were told one thing before uh, before you let me go. Sure, we don't pay attention I, to the clock here. around here anyway. Just keep no, just keep rolling. Was, yeah, I know you're coming up against the top of the hour, but I don't know if Taos Shaw. Uh, I'm sure it was Alex or or Jesse or Chris Larson who tweeted from or the Zach or Greg. game or uh, tweeted from the Pewaukee Depeer game when my kid had a tip in at the buzzer of the first half that it was a bold play by Ron Domofsky. Oh, yeah. I, I have to believe that was oh, a – I missed uh, that. That, that is a, bold. That was an ode. It was, it's on the ESPN Madison Twitter account. So <laughs> I uh, wonder I who would that's the boldest thing a Domofsky's done in quite some time, so that's good. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Fair. All right, Rob, I know you got to get your questions right for Matt LaFleur. Give us the quick update. Are the Redbirds ready for state tournament play? And uh, yeah. is there a conference tournament that the Vikings are getting ready for? Uh, Vikings did not make the conference tournament, so their season has come to an end. Uh, but Hogan had a great freshman year. Uh, the DePier Redbirds will close the regular season tonight at Green Bay Preble. Oh. And then, coincidentally, they will most likely play Green Bay Preble in the first round of the uh, of the postseason because Preble and Green Bay East, who is winless, are in the 16 versus the 17 play-in uh, game. Play-in game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, I just got a text – I, I just got a text from the Dane County Sheriff's Department. I'm not going to put anybody's business on the street. He may or may not be I a big-time uh, operator. Uh, he said no pooping sign is completely unconstitutional, Domofsky. So take that for what it's worth. I know it's a different jurisdiction, the but sheriff just want to let you know. You? About pooping signs? I'm not put. I'm not putting his business on the street. It may or may not be the head. The head dog, but it's somebody within the department because I know you guys don't give up your sources. Unconstitutional to put up a no pooping sign, Rob. You know the uh, the I, I go when I'm within the walls of 1265. I am uh, I am under the jurisdiction of the Green Bay Packers security department. So I, I'm going with that. Uh, there you go. Uh, Rob, 
Uh, if you're not arrested for violating people's constitutional rights with their where they can and can't poop, I will see you at the press conference at 2.45. Thanks. Bye, guys. We'll be seeing you. Uh, <laughs> the sheriff's department chiming in. Hey, we got to watch what we yeah, say around like, here it, now. It just popped. It just popped up. You also said your time management sucks, but he all, he made sure to let it know that this is an unconstitutional well, deal. You can't be putting up no pooping signs in a bathroom. Thank you, Calvin Barrett, one of the all-time great Badgers and one of the all-time greats in law enforcement. Willie and Hall of Fame. Oh, so candidate. now we're just revealing people's sources. Okay, that was me guessing. That was my guess. No, no, it's He's okay. The Dane as long as we're all on the same page, it's a matter of public as, you record. You did give his title as very clearly. As long as we're all on the same page, that's fine. I'm good with that. I'm good with it. <laughs> More will the Tausch at eleven oh two with another segment still left in the ten o'clock hour. Bye. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Thanks to Rob Domofsky. For both the basketball report and our preparations for Jeff Halfley, who will speak to us at 3 o'clock. Matt LaFleur, 245, over at Lambeau Field. Um, Tausch, I don't think, I don't know, I haven't checked prize picks, but uh, I don't think that they have a projection of more or less questions from Rob or from me. I'm going to put my own projection at 2.5 for Jeff Halfley. And I might not oh, make... you'll get that many. I don't know if I'll get to three. I think it's a good place to put the number, actually. Okay. Well, it's fun. Unfortunately for Jason, that's not part of the prize picks package. But prize picks does have every sport you can possibly want. And they not competing against other people. It's just their projections. You pick two or more players. You can pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and you place your entry it's that it is that easy and you know what i love about prize picks you know they have that injury insurance if something happens they'll do it so i'm i'm dabbling with joker my guy he's been really good to me on mm-hmm. prize picks one game he needs to score 30 he's gonna score i feel really confident about that but if he doesn't i got the injury protection join me and the other seven million sports fans that have signed up and Prize Picks will do something fun for you if you use the promo code WI. Download the app, use the code WI. That's code WI on Prize Picks for a first deposit match of up to hundred bucks. You put a hundred in Prize Picks gives you a hundred dollars in matching funds. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The eleven o'clock hour starts in two minutes. It's Wilding Tausch. <laughs>